like a ship in the harbor, like a mother and child, like a light in the darkness, I'll hold you a while. We'll rock on the water, I'll cradle you deep, and I'll hold you while angels sing you to sleep. I learned this lullaby from M. Scott Peck, the author of that famous bestseller from the 1980s and 90s, The Road Less Traveled. We were close personal friends and colleagues, sometimes sharing leadership of experiences in a group dynamic process called community building. Sometimes at the end of a grueling two or three day session of profound personal growth among 30 or 40 people, Scotty would sing that lullaby as a kind of blessing. I was startled the first time he did that, but also deeply, deeply stirred Something was profoundly right about it in that context. By the end of these experiences, accomplished, successful, professional adult women and men were strangely receptive to the idea of each person's sacred worth. That was the effect the lullaby had to affirm that central and holy truth. We think of lullabies as overly sentimental business between mothers and their babies, certainly not suitable for adult emotional transaction, but context is everything. Consider a mature woman, a middle-aged wife and accomplished professional cradling her husband in her arms in the last hours of life as she quietly and tenderly sings a lullaby. When I experienced this, I was awed by how emotionally and spiritually mature it was, how beautiful, how it held the profound transition that was taking place, how it honored great love and the gift of life, and how it had a bead on the future. I don't think you can sing a lullaby without a sense of the budding future. The tenderness in the moment comes from a sense of gratitude and hopeful expectation. It holds a quiet but deep-rooted joy. Like a light in the darkness, I'll hold you a while. Context is everything. Consider our own tonight. You know what's going on in our land and around the world. You know a deep weariness of pandemic. You're familiar with the anxieties of national disordered, splintered families, overrun hospitals, out of control social media, economic and occupational turbulence. Yet for all of that, we tell the same ancient story and sing the same carols that have been said and sung for decades and centuries. Why? Why does it go on generation after generation? Just like our lives, the story is rather ordinary in its details. 
illegitimate pregnancy, poverty, politics, labor pains, and birth, then a displaced refugee family running for their lives. On the face of it, this doesn't seem particularly unique. Well, except for Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, of course, for them, it's a radical new day. Nothing will be the same for them. Imagining this, we feel the warmth of a mother's love for her child. We perceive the sacred mysteries of breath and movement, thought and time mixed and stirred into the strange alchemy we call life. And though tugging at our heartstrings, there's a deeper yearning here as well. It's the yearning for location and belonging, for connection and intimacy, for loving relationship, for restoration, even salvation, I tell you. Like a light in the darkness, I'll hold you a while. For those with the eyes to see beyond the ordinary, to see beneath the facts and above the circumstance, they discover why this story has lasted so long. In this birth, there is something not only for Mary and Joseph, but for all of us. We say this because we know the rest of the story. We see the grand sweep of one man's life and death and life again. In this man's walk among mortals, we believe we have seen revealed a part of the mind and heart of God, the part called love. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In Him was life, and the life was the light to all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness shall not overcome it. Like a light in the darkness, I'll hold you a while. As the Gospel writers have it, Christmas concerns the amazing story of God's longing for relationship with us. In the midst of our own struggle for loving relationship, amidst all of our ordinary, botched, and vain attempts in the middle of our family problems and desperate secrets, our sin and silliness, in the middle of the darkness. God so loved us that God came among us, flesh and blood, breath and bone, and called us good enough to love. We might say that Christmas is God's lullaby for humanity, God's deep, deep heartache for our health and wholeness, for our integrity and humanity. When the darkness seems impenetrable, the light shines and hope wins the day. That's our context. That's the ever-recurring miracle we celebrate this night. The light shines in the darkness and hope wins the day. We are, each one of us, loved beyond our wildest imaginings. God will have it no other way than that. Like a ship in the harbor, like a mother and child, like a light in the darkness, I'll hold you a while. We'll rock on the water, I'll cradle you deep, and I'll hold you while angels sing you.
to sleep.